We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Monday. It is June 7th. It's 2021. And we have two baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Small slate here on Monday. Decided to record Monday morning instead of uh, Sunday night. Just a long weekend with NASCAR and everything. And, you know, felt like coming in refreshed for a small slate. I'm riding solo today, obviously, with the small slate. I think I can uh I think I can handle a two-game slate. So pumped up everyone had an awesome weekend. It was um you know a good weekend and ready for the week of baseball, get back on track with baseball. We are presented by superdraft.com. If you guys haven't checked them out, no salary caps, don't worry about playing punts you can play all your favorite plays sign up using promo code grinders for a $50 instant deposit alongside the 50% deposit match bonus up to $500 really like what they're doing over there on super draft so just looking at this slate overall we don't have a lot of great pitching so it's going to be one of those slates where on DraftKings, you're you're looking at two guys and you're just hoping it works out and i mean the ownership is where it's going to come down to for me uh looking at this two game slate so we have projected ownership already posted at rotogrinders and you know just kind of looking at it overall dylan bundy is going to be the chalkiest pitcher on slate just overall 
you know, it's not even that close really. So, you know, it's somewhat interesting when you're looking at the slate because I don't know in 150 teams if I would fade Dylan Bundy. Probably not, like no doubt about it. But, I mean, if you're playing to win a tournament, I could definitely see going underweight on Dylan Bundy. It's just like he projects to outscore these guys by three, four, five points on most projection systems. So that's where I like run into the biggest issue is, I mean, raw points are going to matter on a four game slate. So, or two game slate, sorry. So yeah, let's break down these two games and then um, I'll just give final thoughts and then we'll get out of here. It's not going to be a long podcast today. Quick and to the point. Kansas City at LA, take it on the Angels. This game opened at an eight and a half total. It's at a nine total now. This game opened as Angels minus 128. It's Angels minus 157 now. It is Jackson Coar against Dylan Bundy. We'll start here with Coar. Coar is making his major league debut on this slate. Really, really good changeup. You know, was digging into his numbers, prospect with the Royals, uh, top 10 in the organization. And, I mean, this is one that, you know, this guy has some has some ceilings. So, big strikeout rate in the minors. Obviously, it's tough to kind of judge what's going to happen in the majors, but it's not like this is the best lineup in baseball right now. You know, Mike Trout being out of this lineup is huge. Um they said he's not likely to return until after the all-star break, Mike Trout. So, I mean, the Angels lineup is not scary. And we're getting a pitcher that has some strikeout upside at by far the lowest ownership on the slate. Nobody's going to want to play Jackson Coar. They don't know about him. But, I mean, you look at his AAA numbers this season. He started six games. He's pitched 31 innings. He has 41 strikeouts. His walks are, you know, a little concerning, but they're not terribly high. He has a 14% swing and strike rate, a 34% K rate. So, I mean, and he hasn't allowed a home run yet in AAA this season. So, I think this is a guy that I'm going to play, and it, it's more of just ownership. First of all, with Dylan Bundy being so popular, no one is going to want to play bundy and coar together so like that obviously makes bundy it more in play if you're playing coar in my opinion so i i like jackson coar here i i think like you know it's 10 10 30 in the morning on the east coast we'll see a little bit more ownership throughout the day on him but i mean they're the biggest dogs on the slate this game has the higher total of the two games. I don't think a lot of people are going to play Coar. Dylan Bundy on the other side, I mean, this is a guy with a 25.6% strikeout rate since the start of last season. It's down a little bit this season. Good against righties. Struggles a little bit more against lefties. You know, gives up hard contact to both sides, but big strikeout rate against righties. Has a really good slider. Uses it a lot against righties. Creates a lot of swing and strikes. His sinker is a pitch that has not been great this season. 
and he struggled with a little bit. But, I mean, you look at this lineup, and this lineup outside of Salvador Perez is really bad against sliders. So, I mean, this is a good spot for Dylan Bundy. He should pitch well here. You know, Salvador Perez obviously is the scary guy when it comes to sinkers too. So, I mean, if I'm if I'm Dylan Bundy, I'm just throwing Salvador Perez fastballs because that's what he struggles with the most out of his pitches. So, um, so yeah, I think Dylan Bundy again, he's going to be the highest known pitcher on the slate. But I mean, he's he's in play because it's a two game slate and he should be the highest raw points play on the slate. Um, bats in this game. I mean, as far as Kansas City goes, I don't think anybody is going to play a lot of Kansas City. And I think you can go Ben Attendi, Perez, Santana. Those guys are, you know, somewhat interesting. I wish there was a little bit more lefty power in this lineup that we could take advantage of against Bundy, but there's not. And one of the reasons why he's such a good play today. But if you want to, like, get very contrarian on the slate and go full five-man stack, I mean, if you go Santana, Benatendi, and Perez, you can go Dozier, Merrifield, or you can go Merrifield, Lopez, and do the wraparound stack. But I don't think because of the ownership on Bundy, you even have to do the wraparound stack today um, because I just I don't see Kansas City being popular at all on the slate. As far as the Angels go, I mean, I think the Angels are going to be a team that everybody's going to stack today. I think everyone's going to have Otani as a top play. Uh, Jared Walsh is 3,700. So I think, you know, you throw in Justin Upton, you have a a good three-man stack. They have the highest implied total on the slate. So, I mean, yeah, I think they're going to be popular. But this is where I just – like I said, this is where I want to get different. This is where I'm going to take my stand on this slate. I'm going to take my stand – by playing Cower and hoping the Angels don't go and go off in this game and see what happens. But I mean, if you're not trying to take a stand, especially in cash games, I think you know you definitely want to get Otani. You definitely want to get Walsh. I think you want to get Upton. Just man, the rest of this lineup is just not great. I mean, you can add Rendon in there, but. I mean, he's just he's been struggling big time and yeah, it's just, it's super concerning. He's 4K and I mean, he, he hit the ball a little bit better here over the last week, so that's obviously good. Definitely helping out with Trout out. All right, the other game on the slate is the Cubs and the Padres. Alize against Weathers. This game has a seven and a half total. The Padres are a slight 123 favorites. Let's start here with Alize. He's the highest priced pitcher on the slate, but pricing really doesn't matter. He faces one of the tougher offenses in baseball here um, in San Diego. Big strikeout stuff. Obviously, the biggest strikeout rate on the slate at 29% since the start of last season. Strikes out both sides of the plate. Struggles a lot more with lefties than he does with righties. And the good thing for him in this matchup is there's only a few lefties in this lineup. But all the good bats in this lineup are righties. I mean, most of the good bats. I mean, got to give Hosmer some credit. Got to give Cronenworth some credit. 
This is a high strikeout pitcher against a low strikeout team. If Alizé is going to be really chalky, which he should be, I mean, it's just one of those things where you have to take a shot on him because he is going to come in at lower ownership than Bundy, and he has the highest strikeout rate on the on the slate. It's just he's facing a team that walks a lot and doesn't strike out a lot. So that's obviously super concerning. You know, just kind of looking at some of the batted ball data, he uses his slider sinker combo a lot. The slider is going to be really good against like Machado. Tatis is very good against sliders. The slider is going to be good against Hosmer. Uh, so and it really good against fam fam is terrible against sliders. So, you know, just kind of looking at like the stinker sinker stats, um, this team's really bad against sinkers. So I think if Alizé is mixing up his pitches, using a sinker a lot in this game, um, then he's actually someone that can pitch really well here. So on the other side, we have weathers. He's the low strikeout pitcher. And, I mean, his pitch count is finally up over 80. Like, he threw 88 last time against the Cubs, last start. Um, You know, so he struggled against this team in that game, facing them on a smaller slate with very limited pitching. I mean, he's somewhat in play here, but he struggles against righties. They're going to stack the lineup with righties here. And, you know, especially with, like, Jock Peterson banged up now, too. Um but they said he's feeling better. I don't think he's going to be in the lineup here. Um, and then Javi Baez left the game Sunday with a sore thumb. So we'll have to see if he's in the lineup or not. But, I mean, Weathers is my least favorite pitcher on the slate. I would much rather play Coar um, in this one. So as far as bats go in this game, the Cubs are actually my favorite stack. I think they're going to be a lot of people's favorite stack. I think they're going to come in at pretty high ownership in this one you know i do think i do think like the angels have a chance to be higher owned in this one um but yeah i I really like the cubs here um brian and then Contreras. i like the idea of playing wisdom he's 3600 in a small sample size, this guy is just crushing left-handed pitching. He has a 579 ISO and a 499 Woba. He's hitting the ball up in the air, and he has a 63 hard hard, hard hit rate. I mean, I like Patrick Wisdom a lot. Um, I have conviction plays on lineup HQ for premium today, and spoiler alert, he's going to be a conviction play for me today. I really like this spot for him. Um just crushing the ball and still way too cheap and pricing really not going to come into play today. It's not going to matter as much, but I mean, I think this is a day that I'll probably pay up for Contreras and get my catcher spot. Love Bryant. If I'm playing this stack, I want Rizzo. I want wisdom. And if Javi Baez is in there, I'll play him as well. So really like the Cubs today. And I think this is a great spot for them. If Mariznick is in there, he's another option. Um, I did. I thought I read a report that he was going to be back. Yeah. They said he could be back Monday. That's why I said, if he's in there, um, he's a guy that could potentially be back here. And if, if jock is going to be hurt, Mariznick might crack the lineup and actually draw a good lineup spot. So 
That's why I wanted to bring him up. As far as the Padres bats go, I mean, it's the same guys. It's Machado. It's Tatis. It's Cronenworth. It's Hosmer. I am, like I said, I'm a little concerned about like some batted ball data for these guys. You know, they're definitely going to be popular on this slate. Pricing is not really going to be a thing here. So I think Tatis obviously makes shortstop a position that a lot of opportunity costs. If you, if you fade Tatis, because if Baez is out, it's not like there's a ton of upside here at shortstop. And a lot of these guys aren't great. So I think Tatis could potentially be the highest owned hitter on the slate for good reason. Like, you know, like I said, raw points are going to matter. It's not like there's a lot of great options here at shortstops today. Um, maybe you go Jose Iglesias instead, but I mean, shortstop's a really weak position today. Um, I think that's kind of it. You know, overall, again, just like my general breakdown of how I'm going to approach the slate is I think I'm going to play co-arm. I'll probably end up playing some Bundy and some Alizé. I probably won't play Weather, so he'll probably be the highest scoring pitcher on the slate. But Cubs are my top stack. I like Coar a lot, and, I mean, it's a two-game slate, so you got to take some chances somewhere. And I think Coar is just where I'm going to end up taking some chances on this one. So that's going to wrap it up here for Monday. We'll be back. Big slate tomorrow. Grant will be on the podcast. We'll be breaking it all down. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you guys again on Tuesday.